0: Welcome to Knitting a Story, a podcast by two crazy knitters. I'm Jen. And I'm Lex.
1: Welcome to our story pod friends. we got episode 38, the missing episode. And today we've got off the needles, show me your knits, when good knitting goes bad, stuff I'm watching on the internet, and got spinning. Yeah, so we're back after a little bit of a hiatus. The <laughs> <laughs> yep. End of year, end of school year hiatus. Yeah, that's pretty much what that was, right? We kind of went into hi- into podcast hibernation. Yes. Not into actual hibernation, <laughs> though, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, yeah, we kind of fell into our books. Do you want to give everybody a quick update about your nursing program?
1: So, I've uh, almost finished my first year of nursing. I've just got one course. I'm taking some spring courses, so I've just got one course standing between me and second year nursing classes. Okay. So, everything else I passed. Does it leave you more knitting time in the spring semester, or is it more compressed? Well, uh, I don't know. I've only had two days of spring semester so far, and here we are podcasting. So, so far, so good, but nothing's really (laughs) happened yet. So, I don't really know how that's going to shake out. Hopefully, I will have more podcasting and knitting time. Mm -hmm. I did bring a sock to school with me today. Okay. So, yeah. Okay, that's not too bad. No, it was all right. It was all right. How about you? Yeah,
0: I wrote my final exam for my accounting course on Saturday, and I'm glad to be done. I'm still in that weird, I feel like I should be studying. Like last night I made dinner, sat down, and was like, oh, I shouldn't be watching TV, I should be, should be studying. And then yeah. I was like, wait a minute. I don't have anything to study. I
1: don't have anything to study. Yeah, I had a week off in between my last final exam and the beginning of the spring semester, and I don't think a week was long enough. I was it, like, oh. It really isn't. Because I spent the first three days just sort of... Not, because I, in my head, I was like, oh, I'm going to do all this stuff around my house that I haven't had a chance to do for the last three, four months, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to reorganize my computer desk and I'm going to get everything organized and blah, blah, blah. Nope. No. No. Nope. I spent the first three days just like, Num. Like, like a, like a slug, <laughs> you know, just like, oh, yeah. I don't want to do anything. Well, it's, it's burnout, right? Yeah. So I didn't really accomplish as much as I wanted to, but whatever, I'll take it. Yeah. Better than nothing, Besides, right? I have July and August to do all that stuff. <laughs> so, whatever. No, good. So, yeah. off the needles, what do you got? Okay, so, uh, the last time that we uh, podcasted, um, I was working on those striped fleecy socks with the black heels and cuffs and toes, and mm-hmm. I have finished those now. Yay! Yay! So, it was in fleecy, and I think the color was called afternoon tea or afternoon something. What colors were included in that? colorway i don't know it looked like ice cream like there was a brown there was a yellow and a green and a pink and a purple okay i don't know so it was good whatever it was very spring like yep. colors afternoon something is what it's called <laughs> hey, whatever who cares what it was actually oh, called i
0: wonder if it's afternoon tea based on teacups
1: yeah you it know, could like have the, been that
0: if, the, if it's the colorway i'm thinking of because <laughs> let's yeah. be serious i have a lot of them
1: yes um i think that i think that's what it was based on. I don't really know. Okay. But. And have you washed and worn them? I've washed them. hmm But it's been too warm to wear them. Yeah. And I got, been I got new sandals and I've been wearing those like nonstop. Like, oh, is it nine degrees Celsius outside? I'm wearing sandals. <laughs> so that. I haven't really had an opportunity to wear socks yet, mm-hmm. but I'll get a lot of wear out of them once, you know, winter starts. Once winter hits again. You know, in August. <laughs> I know, right? So,
0: Yeah. Okay, good. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to
1: stockpile
0: them. Well, that's probably the best thing to do, and start thinking of Christmas presents now if you're going to do Christmas knitting. Nope. No, I'm not doing
1: Christmas knitting. No, I've decided while in school, mm-hmm. uh, Christmas knitting. I might do it, but it's not going to be like a planned thing. Like I think I'm really bad at Christmas knitting deadlines, mm-hmm. so I'd rather just be like, here's some yarn that I'm now <laughs> going to take back. <laughs> And make you something with. I bought this yarn <laughs> with you in mind. Yeah, <laughs> you may not get it for a year, yeah. but I'm gonna someday. This will be yours. Okay, so that's that's my plan. Sweet. Well, you Less must pressure. have been you must have been cranking on those socks because well, I guess it's been a while. It's just stocking it too. Yeah. Right? So, I and I did crank on them. I I finished one of the socks in the opera. I went to the opera at the movie theater with my oh, mom cool. and it was super dark, but I'm like, well, oh, that's just stockinette. How hard can it be? And I just cranked on them and I was like, "Oh, I'm ready for the toe. This is great. Did you do a heel flap for that one? Yeah, I've done heel flaps for both of them. Okay. Because I was going to originally attempt to do a, uh, like a short row heel mm-hmm. type thing. And then I was reading about it and it's like, oh, and about an inch before you want to start your heel, you have to start all these increases to accommodate for the extra ease you need. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> that already sounds too complicated. <laughs> that sounds like a lot of work. So I think I'm just going to stick with uh, the heel flap.
0: Don't they know that this is a Lazy Knitters podcast? <laughs> yeah. So I'm like,
1: and heel flap it is, because I can just bang those off
0: well i seem to remember in the last episode that there was a problem with the heel flap it was the heel (laughs) without
1: the flap oh yeah oh yeah so (laughs) i finally i surmounted that hurdle Mm -hmm. and um yeah so we're good good they both have heel flaps and heels and are the
0: ends woven in the ends are all woven in oh good i still have a pair of socks That I
1: wear, that the ends are not woven in. So I've discovered, speaking of weaving ends in, well, no, I don't, not many people that I've ever met like weaving in the ends in, but Mm -hmm. I have discovered that while the socks look really nice with the black contrast, Mm -hmm. that is a real pain in the butt. Just (laughs) because because of the black? No, just because of the ends you got to weave in at the end. Oh. Oh my God. Cause you gotta you gotta weave in, so you gotta weave in the your tail from your cast on, and you have gotta weave in the end of your cuff, and the beginning of your main color, and then the beginning of your main color, and then the end of your main color, and the beginning of your of your cuff color or your sorry your heel color, and then the end of your heel color, the beginning of your main color again, then you go all the way down to the toe, and then you gotta do the end of your main color, the beginning of your toe, and then the end of your toe.
0: So. I kind of roughly counted on my fingers. You're up to 10 ends
1: yeah. per sock. Yeah, so that's 20 ends. I mean, which you can do while watching an episode of Good Wife. Mm-hmm. Not that that's what I was doing, but that's <laughs> what I was doing. Uh, but it's still... Uh... It's still finishing, right? and I just don't like finishing. No? I, I just want it to be magically done. Like, when I cast off The Last Stitch, I just want the project to be like, Ta-da! <laughs> Washing? Fine, I'll wash it. Yeah. I need to find a, a weaving ends in fairy. Mm-hmm. I'll let you know when I find them. <laughs> but anyway,s they look good, and I'm happy. So, good. Yeah. What are you? What have you completed since we last spoke? Um, I had
0: everything ready to start the brickless by Martina Bem. I believe. Right. I think so. Yes. Yeah, and I think it was already sitting in the bag, ready to go. And I finished that, and it's going to show up again later in the episode.
1: Okay. Well, I can talk
0: about it now. So this is a part of Good Knitting Goes Bad with the Brickless by Martina Bem. So I used Knit Picks Hawthorne, which in theory, it had the same dye lot on the tag. It is not the same dye lot in the ball. And I had the feeling when I originally started that they really didn't look a lot lot of like, like the same colors, absolutely, but one was definitely more saturated than the other. Right. And so I wanted to do the brickless in two full skeins, but that didn't happen. No, because it didn't look the same Because way. I didn't realize until I was getting close to the end that they were significantly different. So I realized, I think about six rows in from the end, and then I started alternating. So now I've got a skein of yarn that literally has maybe, maybe 20 or 30 yards out of it. Oh, so you can make something else out of it. Yeah, I'm thinking about my weave with it. It might Ooh, be nice. That would be cool. Toss it on my loom. Yeah. So yeah, I was a little frustrated with that. And yeah. but like I mean, it's seriously different. So yeah, but it's it's done. It is not blocked. And I also on my original color that I was using, the original skein. Right. I ran out of yarn halfway through the bind off. Oops. 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 Yeah, knitting chicken and I so lost on knitting chicken. So I didn't want to unpick because it's actually, it's a ton of stitches by the time you are ready to bind off. So I just threaded all the stitches onto the other end of the needle because I was using a double point or um, a circular needle and then started binding off from the end back towards the middle. (laughs) So I'm going to have to be creative when I weave in these ends because they technically end in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well, I'm sure you'll figure something out.
1: <laughs> I'm Design sure I feature.
0: Will. I guess worst comes to worst, I pull it back one row. Uh, Nobody's gonna notice. No, that's true. Yeah. Uh,
1: I had a I had a shawl where I ran out of yarn, and as I was binding off, and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm not pulling back." It was like 550 stitches. I'm like, "Oh, I am not pulling back 550 like that." No. Yeah. No. You know, I would re- just rather cry, and so I just. Went around the house and it was fingering weight, but it was like a light color, like a, it was a white that was speckled colored. Okay. I found another skein of white yarn for whatever reason that I had. And I was like, good enough. It wasn't (laughs) even the same weight. (laughs) It was like, it was like a DK versus a sock. And I'm like, I don't even care. And I just bound off with it. And it looks, I just made sure I pulled really tight. Yeah. So the yarn got really small. (laughs) Okay. That worked.
0: Yeah. I guess. And no one notices. That's the thing with... I believe a lot of our knitting and when we're being picky is that we assume that other people will scrutinize our work
1: as closely as we scrutinize our own work. Yeah, like I'm sure if I showed other knitters and was like, I was like, point out all the errors I have in my yarn. But the problem is, is that's
0: what we do. Do you ever find that when people are like, oh, it's so beautiful. And you're like, yes, but. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, I do that all the time. (laughs) But look at where I totally screwed this up. Instead of being gracious and saying thank you. That particular shawl, I was like, oh. So I said to my husband, I said, look at my shawl. And he said, oh, that's great. Blah, blah, blah. It looks awesome, right? Yeah. Which is great. And I was like, but look right here. Look look what I did over here. Can you notice that? And he's like. (laughs) Not until you just said something. I was like, but you think other people notice it? (laughs) (laughs) Because apparently you're not very observant. Are other people going to notice this? He's like, yeah, no.
0: No. Calm down. I think we're our own worst critics. We
1: are. And no one's noticed it, so.
0: Yeah, so that's my off the the needles slash knitting goes bad. Oh, well, we all have them sometimes. But it's still actually attached to the ball. (laughs) So I, I technically could unpick it and... And correct it. On a side note, uh, the weather here is very windy right now. Yes, and I, we're having quite a storm. Yeah, so, you Hopefully know. Hopefully it doesn't pick up on the mic. Yeah, well, if, if it does, that's what's happening. <laughs> it's not ghosts. No. It's a storm. Yeah, it might be ghosts. <laughs> so show me your knits. What are you working on?
1: Okay, so <clears throat> I cast this on after I cast off the other socks because I was like, I need a pair of socks. Mm-hmm. And for a little while, I spent a lot of time sort of in, like, knitting limbo, right? Like, okay. I want to cast on all the things, but I don't actually want to put the effort in. And then I I hate all my yarn, and I mm-hmm. have nothing to knit with, <laughs> and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, this is stupid. Like, mm-hmm. as if I don't have anything to knit with. Like, that's the, <laughs> that's the most... And I have a closet full of yarn. Like, there has to be something that I like in there. So, there is, And it is... Tequila Sunrise by Dragonfly Die Works. That's the yarn. Okay. And it's the sparkly orange stuff that I bought at Olds last year. Oh, yay. So I cast on, and it's a German name. And I'm really sorry if any of you guys out there speak German, because even though I'm, like, my <laughs> You're heritage... You're about
0: to butcher this pronunciation. My heritage,
1: my heritage is German, but my mom tells me that I butcher German <laughs> words. So... Well, you do speak French and English. I think it's Butterblumchen, but I'm not really sure. I think it's like buttercup is what it's supposed to translate to, or butter blossom, okay, or something along those lines. I don't really know. I don't really speak German, as you can just tell my German pronunciation and the spelling. Like it's got to be about twenty-two
0: letters long. It's Butterblumchen, I think, is how it's you say it. It's Butterblumchen.
1: No, there, there's an umlaut in there but i oh, okay. couldn't make it happen <laughs> so anyways i've just butchered that word every german person listening to this is now like cringing and rolling their eyes at me don't worry i can see you all <clears throat> but uh please don't write us any hate mail no please don't <laughs> and uh yeah so that's what i'm doing it and this these will come back in another segment of our podcast oh no yeah it's all, it's all good it's all good so, what are you working on right now? So, I started a Daybreak Shawl by Stephen West. Oh yeah. Stephen West. Stephen yeah.
0: West. Um, I've done, a, like, a couple of his other ones, but not too many. And I'm doing it out of the Cascade Heritage Silk and just the white I had in my stash. Okay. And then I had some Volmiza, in yep. purple and pink, which I had originally attempted to turn into a Clap-O-T, yep. which did not happen. Right. I, I think I remember this Clap-O-T story yeah, a while I, ago. Yeah. I tried the Clap-O-T and... It, and I understand the, okay, pull the stitch and brrr, it just goes. But yeah, it didn't do it for me. No. No, not well, okay. at all. And so it's been sitting there. And my husband was gracious enough to bring it back from England for me. So I had to use it for something. And I figured with the contrast of the the white, or it's actually kind of a cream, just makes it pop. And it's excellent. awesome. I am loving it. It is a great pattern. It's Initially, it was a little hard to get the feel for where the increases and stuff were yeah but now that i'm i think i'm six okay so it starts in a solid and then you start alternating i think i'm six rows of the alternating color in okay and it's it's nice and it's gonna be big nice like it it is a substantial shawl and i'm so excited to wear it because i wear a lot
1: of pink and purple well you know what they say Winter's coming. <laughs> always, always, winter's coming. Yeah, so.
0: except for we didn't have we didn't have winter this year. So we no,
1: I was like
0: shocked. We have earned some serious punishment next winter when oh, it yeah. comes to winter. Oh
1: yeah, wow. So you better start stocking up. I know. Yeah, <laughs> and if, if any of you guys are planning a trip to Canada, stock up. Yeah, because we are due for some bad weather. We
0: have been absolutely spoiled rotten this year we in the
1: west have been absolutely spoiled rotten those in the east have paid the price yeah it's it's been so backwards yep usually it's us and we're like freezing everybody else is like whatever it's minus one this is great Mm -hmm. we're like this is what it feels like we got our sweet flip flops on not not quite that much do you know what
0: what i got this winter what did you get this winter
1: i got gifted a pair of fingerless mitts same as you. I did get gifted a pair of fingerless mitts and I wore them a lot because I know. it was cold enough to need fingerless mitts, but not so cold that fingerless mitts were impractical. Yes. Right. It was like excellent. Driving it was- the car was
0: fingerless mitts. Yeah, and for me it was running to the train. Yeah. You know, where you, you still want your hands to stay warm, but you don't want to be roasted.
1: No, you don't. And it was great. Yeah. Yes. So S- thank you So the Mrs. Thank S. Yes. Alright, what else are you working on? Okay. So I don't know if this really counts, but I'm counting it because that's the way my life is. (laughs) And too bad I make the rules. Um, So I'm in the planning stages of a colorwork cardigan knit-along Okay. with with the aforementioned Miss S. I am going to her house to do the math over the weekend. Okay. Yes. Uh, There is a certain sock pattern that I love. Mm -hmm. Love this sock pattern. I don't know what it is, but I love it. But I'm not sure I'm ready for stranded socks. Because if you are a little bit too tight on your stranded socks, like, you are never getting those things over your feet. Mm -hmm. Like, it is just not going to happen. And I'm just, I've done color work, kind of. And I'm, I don't know, like, okay, I guess, Mm -hmm. at it. But not, I don't think, I'm not ready for the socks. So, we're taking that and so if you look at we looked at the project and this one person has translated it into a cardigan oh and it is gorgeous do you have to steak? the lady did but we're not okay (laughs) i I guess apparently according to miss s who knows more about these things than i do we are not gonna steak. we're just gonna do the color work okay i'm not really sure how this is gonna work out but yay so then, because uh, we met up for coffee, and this is how we decided. Originally, we were going to do the socks together, mm-hmm. her and I, but both of us are not in a place where color work socks right now is going to be an option mm-hmm. brain-wise, right? So um, so we talked about colors and what mm-hmm. colors we're going to do. And I think I want to do a chocolate brown for the background with like a robin's egg blue for the pattern. That would be beautiful. I was thinking, you know, like, oh, red and white would be great. But I have these, like... Santa. Not even Santa. No. No? Like, as soon as I wash the thing, everything Uh, goes pink. Yeah, you're going to get red and pink. Right? And I don't want red and pink. So I was like, ah, chocolate brown and robin's egg blue. Yeah. No, that would be beautiful. So I'm going... And then it's neutral, right? So I can wear it with anything.
0: Yeah, and it wouldn't be linked to a season. Like, for me... I think you're going to get a limited
1: use out of a red sweater, but absolutely chocolate brown would be beautiful. Yeah, you can wear that any time of the year. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's it's sort of a neutrally color. Okay. Anyways, so more info as that goes on. Luckily, her and I are very similar in size, Mm -hmm. so there's not going to be like, let's do one set of pattern for you and one set of pattern for me. We're just going to sort of make it like a one-size-fits-all. And then just adjust your needle size to get gauge. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So... More on that as it develops. <laughs> that may make its migrate its way into when good knitting goes bad, but I hopefully, hopefully, knock on wood, it doesn't.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. So, what
1: else are you working on?
0: I am working on a pair of vanilla latte socks. I think last time I finished off a pair of vanilla latte socks yep. and immediately cast on another pair of vanilla latte socks. Yes, I'm using a oh a pink and purple regia Floromania socks kind of. I think everything I am working on right now is pink and purple. Well, it's it's the theme. It's the it, spring <laughs> theme. <laughs> yeah, I flowers, think so. pink and purple. Yeah, but it's it is fluorescent. Awesome, and it's nice. the The yarn is more scratchy than I am used to working with. Like I am used to working with fleecey, yeah. which is a very soft merino. This is like super wash
1: wool. Yeah. Do you think it'll maybe soften once you wash it, though?
0: I hope so. Well, either way, I'm kind of going for a hard-working pair of socks. Right. That are easy to find in my drawer, and these will
1: be very easy to find in my drawer. And I think you gave me... You knit something in Regia a while ago, and you gave me the socks, and they're, like, awesome.
0: Was that online yarns or something Well, maybe that was
1: online yarn. I don't know, but... I think it had a similar texture to Regia. Yeah, yeah, where th- it's, it's, it's coarse. wool, right? Yeah. It's real, it's the traditional sock wool. Which it's, is, it's fine though. Do you have really sensitive feet? I don't. Yeah, me neither, so. Yeah. We, well, you'll be fine.
0: And I'm going for warmth,
1: so yeah, that's good. You'll be and the funny thing is with this pair of socks,
0: I think because I was listening to the Knitmore Girls podcast and they were talking about how the fluoromania can tend to bleed. I had a knitting nightmare about my socks bleeding. <laughs> I was, oh no. I was hand washing my socks and, and let's be serious. I never hand wash socks. So I should have realized this was a nightmare to begin with. Yeah. And I'm dipping the socks into the water and I'm pulling them out and the color is bleeding. And... I'm not talking. Ble- I guess not bleeding, but as if paint were running off of this these oh, socks, no. and they were oh, turning no. white. And my hands, oh, they and were the turning water white. Oh, were, no. were now pink
1: and purple, fluorescent. Oh no, <laughs> just absolutely devastated. In your dream slash nightmare, did you pull the plug and then your sink stayed that color? No, I didn't. Well, that's kind I didn't of even get.
0: Th- I w- I literally <laughs> was like, oh my god, how am I going to get this? I have an issue with getting my hands dirty. It's kind of one of those weird things. I won't reach into a bag of chips for fear of the bag touching the back the, of my hand the greasy bag yes and so for me to have paint literally stuck to my hands and fluorescent paint is that
1: <laughs> i was just out. i literally woke up with a start i was like oh thank god it's not real <laughs> your story of fluorescent paint reminds me of something i experienced last semester in oh fall. no yeah so i'll just relate the story real quick because maybe you guys will get a a thing <laughs> uh, get a good laugh out of this so in nursing school, one of the most important things that you can learn at the first, like the first, this was like the first semester of class was how to wash your hands mm-hmm. and how to get all the germs off of your hands. Uh, that's code for poop. Um, Just no germs <laughs> in general, but <laughs> no, okay. yeah, poop specifically, but <laughs> germs in general, right? Because you don't want to like come out of somebody's room and like get them. Cross-contamination, then, get right? Get everybody else all sick okay. or get sick yourself because that happens. You don't want what the hospital people got. <laughs> so, okay. You know, and everybody's like, oh yeah, you know, I know want to wash my hands, like, duh. Yeah. Like, oh. So dude. what they do is they put this fluorescent paint. It, it's water soluble. So it washes off. Right. But They mm-hmm. put fluorescent paint on your hands and then you can opt to put this powdery stuff. I don't know what it is on top. Mm-hmm. And then you smear it all over your hands. This is like your nightmare, but anyways, yes, so I'm getting anxiety just imagining you putting all this stuff on your hands. I do not have these these problems, so I'm just like, oh yeah, slathering on this crap. It smelled terrible. That was, I was just like, oh, but whatever. The on my hands didn't bother me. So, and we're all like standing there, you know, with, like fluorescent orange paint on our hands and stuff, and the the powder stuff that we had fluoresces under black light. Okay. So, so you might be idea. able to get the
0: paint off, but not the powder? So the
1: idea is that we we turn off the lights in the lab, and then we all go wash our hands. We still see it wasn't as nightmarish mm-hmm. as it sounds. And <laughs> we're washing our hands, right? And I was there. I was like, I was washing my hands. must have been for like a minute. Because mm-hmm. I was like, no, I'm going to get all my stuff, right? And I'm going to be the only one. i so awesome, right? <laughs> so is everybody else. Like, we were all just, like crowded around this little tiny sink washing our hands. And I'm like, using all this soap, right? And I'm yeah. like... Yeah, no, it fluoresced. No way. Yeah, yeah. Cuticles, wrist, and um, in between my fingers. So let me tell you now, mm-hmm. I judge people in the bathrooms. P.S. If you're in a public <laughs> washroom and you see If you're sharing over a you, toilet
0: with Lex, she is judging your hand washing ability.
1: Yeah, I'll be sitting there right now. I'm like scrubbing my hands and, you know, I not we were told later on that there's no way you're going to get 100% of it off. Right? Okay. Like, there's always going to be something left over, but you just don't want it all over your hands all over the place, <laughs> it's right? It's on your face. Yeah, right? <laughs> so I'm, like, washing my hands in the bathrooms, right? I totally judge people in the <laughs> washrooms now. Sorry, guys. Which is funny because... But if you wash your hands properly, you don't have this judgment problem, so... Yeah.
0: Whereas the wa- the washrooms at my work, so, like, communal ladies' bathroom in, a, in an office building, right? And I'm washing my hands, and there's... For whatever happens, there's always somebody in there when I go in. And I'm scrubbing my hands, and I always feel so awkward. Like, they're judging me that I'm being too picky. <laughs> because I have been in the washroom going pee and heard somebody flush the toilet, get up, and walk out. And was absolutely devastated.
1: Yeah, no. No. Yeah, that's happened to me too, and I'm just, like, <laughs> shaking my head in the stall. Yeah. That get, that makes you do extra scrubbing. Yes. So, so yeah. That... All that to say that I'm sorry you had a nightmare where your socks turned white and your hands turned purple.
0: And it's a good thing that I'm not a nurse. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you would have been like, I'm done.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm out of here.
0: <laughs> this is another profession for me. Yeah. See you later. I, I can barely put lotion on my hands. It's so... Oh. It's weird, hey? I'm all like,
1: give me the lotion. Yeah.
0: And, and yet my hands are not sensitive to wool. You know, you'd think for somebody that has an issue with stuff on their hands that I would be sensitive to wool, sensitive to alpaca. None of that. But it's a family trait. My dad and my brother do it too. Huh. And, yeah.
1: Well, who knows?
0: Oh, well. It'll be one of those quirks that'll be endearing when I'm old. (laughs) More hand cream for me. (laughs) Yeah. So good knitting goes bad. So other than my, oh, God,
1: nitpicks, non-matching skeins. What's your color? Okay, so... In the aforementioned Butterblümchen, I just like saying that and massacring that name. Oh no! Um, I had to cast on that cuff like five times. So the first time, so it's an odd number of stitches to cast on. Oh, it's like you have to cast on sixty-five because of the pattern that they've got going on.
0: So the pattern runs from the the cuff down through the. F- no, it's like
1: the cuff has its own little crazy pattern. Okay. And then I don't know what happened. I'm not even I have mean, When I say that this is on the needles or show me your knits or whatever it's called, <laughs> like I literally mean like I cast it on and started working on it yesterday.
0: Uh, have you joined in the round? Oh yeah. Then you're good. Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
1: <laughs> this morning. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> um yeah. So, and then the second, so the first time I just cast on the wrong number of stitches because I didn't read the instructions. Totally my fault. Okay. Fine, okay. Right. User error. User error. I was like, this doesn't make any sense. So the second time I cast on the right amount of stitches mm-hmm. and I start knitting and you're, I'm knitting in the pattern. And then at the end of my first needle, cause I do magic loop. So mm-hmm. at the end of needles, one and two, I don't have enough stitches. What? And, but I was—I had counted the stitches like 300 times. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, I'm sure I have enough, right? So I'm like, well, whatever. I'll just fake it till I make it. Yeah. Story, I'm just going to pick up this sti- stitch right here. Story of my life, right? <laughs> Ladies and Knitters podcast. Yeah. Well, no, it turns out I did have enough stitches. I just screwed up the pattern. Oh, so I was years. like, oh, well, okay. And it's the first row, so it's not like I could just rip it back to a better row, right? Yeah. I'm like, oh, so I had to rip it all out. So then the third time I cast it on and... Things are going well. I'm counting properly. I figured out where my mistake was. I'm like, I'm going to be good to go. Mm -hmm. Who drops two of the cast-on stitches that I can't pick up now? Oh, no. Yeah, because
0: they'll unravel instantly. Yeah, and it was just
1: gone, right? It was just like string. I'm like, oh. (sighs) So I had to take all that off and then cast it on again. So then today, at lunchtime, I joined in the round, and I'm on like row five or round five. For me,
0: the casting on is fine. It's the counting. I have no confidence in my counting sometimes where oh. I will literally count 64 stitches four times because I've absolute because I don't want to join in the round and realize
1: I've miscounted. Oh, see, I can all Yeah, I don't know. I have like some issues. I hate the first two rows of socks. I think everybody
0: has that. It's oh. the worst.
1: Like it's that like... should be a knitter's punishment like it's Oh, like... you s-
0: You've done very bad. Here, you get the first two rounds of this no. sock. <laughs> no, it's like nerd jail.
1: It is. It's purgatory for knitters. Yeah. Oh. Well, at least for us. I just can't. just for that, you have to get, do the first two rows of 64 socks. No. Yeah, no. Anything with that. I can make a cartoon about that if I could draw. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so anyways, now it's good to go So, Are you liking the yarn? That's the Tequila Sunrise, yep, right? From Dragonfly. Yep. And I was looking at it, and it might be a little bit scratchy because some of the some of the sparkle kind of pokes out. But okay, my feet aren't very sensitive to that, so I don't really care. And, and, and let us be, be honest; serious. these are for me. Yeah, and they're sparkly socks. And you just can't go wrong. For they're that. sparkly socks, and they're not like they're not like my stripper Santa socks. Mm-hmm. The, this sparkle is much more subdued. Okay, and Dragonfly Dyer works. I believe she's a Canadian dyer. She is. I believe she's from. Uh, I think she's from Drumheller or somewhere around Drumheller. Okay. Which is where lots of dinosaur bones are, everybody. Mm-hmm. It's your Canadian fact of the day. So I also wanted to mention, I don't, we
0: don't have these on our show notes, but that the Olds Fiber Week is coming up. Oh, yeah. Yay.
1: It is. I have final exams that weekend. No way. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure. Unless they
0: change the dates. I haven't really looked. Let's hope for a change the date because it's tradition. Like, I'd hate for you to have to miss your exam to go to Olds.
1: Oh no, the exams are on Monday, so it's okay. Okay, perfect. So you can sneak a couple hours away. Yep, plan accordingly. Yeah, yeah. Be prepared to be serenaded by my knowledge of (laughs) biostats, but that's okay. Yeah, it's only an hour to olds. I know. I miss olds. I've been thinking about it lately. So it's,
0: I believe it's the weekend that starts June nineteenth.
1: Yep, that's the weekend of final exams. (laughs) Yeah, that's typical. Oh, that's okay. I'll still go. It's worth it. I'll take a couple hours. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay, good. So, yeah, if you're in Alberta or because you're coming for vacation yeah, on that weekend.
0: Or you're coming to Olds. Yeah. Because it's awesome. It's small. It is, but it's awesome. It's what we have.
1: Yeah. That's what we got, people. Yeah. That's what we got.
0: Olds. At Olds College. In the town of Olds. Yeah. <laughs> in Alberta, Canada. In Alberta, Canada. Oh, man. No. Oh, the early days of podcasting. Oh, the early days of podcasting is right. So, so. Stuff that we're watching on the internet. I am watching Derek. Okay. Okay. Ricky Jervis has, is the producer and acts in this show. All right. And... <sighs> It's based around an old folks home, which I thought, okay, like I followed Derek, yeah. or I follow Ricky Jervis on Twitter. Okay. And I thought, okay, I'm just going to watch this. And I got to admit the first episode or two, not so good. Yeah.
1: But that's everything, right? Yeah. Oh man. I hate watching the first episode of anything. I'm just like, how but, did this... Because they're trying to set up a series and... Does this get better? Yeah. yeah character uh. development
0: and stuff. And so it's based around an old folks home and the people that work in the old folks home and and it touches on the guests yeah I gotta say it really makes me miss my grandma okay yeah because you see the old people and you're like oh man I wish I wish I got to spend more time with my grandma and that type of stuff
1: I wish I got to spend more time with my old people
0: (laughs) I know and so I don't want to ruin any of the storylines and stuff but Derek is special needs okay and he is the most compassionate and caring and giving character I I think I've ever seen on TV. Hmm. To the point where in one of the episodes, I cried like a baby. I don't get really emotionally invested in a lot of people. I'm not the love at first sight yeah. kind of person. Yeah. And I... I, I did the ugly cry and I had to physically pause it because <laughs> I was so upset. Aww. So I totally recommend Derek. It's English dry humor. Okay. It is not children friendly because the they do swear a lot. There's yep. very adult content. You don't see a lot of the adult content, but it's in, insinuated. I would not yeah. watch with small children. Okay. But give it a try, you know, try and get through the first couple seasons and it it's very heartwarming, and it makes you want to be a better person. Well, Which, for me, for Ricky Jervis' show, is surprising, because yeah. usually he's very funny, and it, yes. it is very funny, but it's also
1: incredibly heartwarming. Well, I'm going to have to give it a shot. I've seen it on Netflix, and I always pass it by. It, it does not look good. No. It doesn't. Like, on, on, yeah, I totally judge it by its cover, and I'm like, yeah,
0: boring. And I would... never in a hundred years would I have expected that I would have A. watched it and B. enjoyed it as much as I did I binge watched this okay I'll have to watch it yeah but just get past the first couple of episodes yeah it's like with everything (laughs) so got spinning or do you have anything you're watching on Netflix
1: that you Uh, can think of I'm watching Suits I love Suits had to make it through the first episode of that I was like oh my god (sighs) does this ever end (laughs) Uh. but the eye candy is absolutely worth
0: it eh oh really eh Oh, I thought everybody always picked one or the other. This is the lawyer based show, eh, and they're good looking.
1: Eh, yeah, nah, doesn't do it for you. Not not in the eye candy way. Like I find it very really interesting <laughs> mm-hmm. from the plot perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, but eh,
0: yeah. I mean, they're like-
1: they're good looking. Don't get me wrong, they are good looking, but I wouldn't be like I'm just watching the show for the eye candy. Yeah yeah you wouldn't be asking for a hall pass no if it was only if it was only the eye candy that made the show any good i would have stopped watching it yeah at this point but i like the strong female characters in it oh yeah i like the the female lawyer yeah and i also am watching good wife okay making my way through that so now that one i've never watched i see it i would say yeah yeah make it through the first episode the first episode (laughs) is a brutal one so the good wife is basically about this um, assistant district attorney or prosecutor, I'm not sure. It's some American position that we don't really have in Canada. Okay. And um he goes to jail. And then his wife, who was a stay-at-home mom for all this time, but had trained as a lawyer back before they had kids. Okay. Has to go back to work and this is about her like getting through that and okay. helping her husband and you know, political That is totally not what I expected it to be. Yeah, no, neither did I. And actually, I got into it because my mom was like, I watched an episode of The Good Wife and I really liked it. And I was like, really? And she's explaining to me what it's about. And I'm like, oh, and I really like it. Now I'm binge watching it. Okay. So I would say... Family friendly? No, not really. Okay. I mean, not a lot of swearing. It's not swearing or anything because it's on like... Uh, it's on TV. Okay, it's not Netflix or HBO where No, you can get away no, no. with a lot more stuff. Oh, no. It's not, it's not anything like that. But I wouldn't say, yeah, watch it with your really young kids. Okay. You know, I mean... 14? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Probably you'll be fine. I mean, there's some suggestive scenes, but... You know, like, think 9 o'clock TV on a regular network. Not HBO. Okay. On, like, a regular network. Okay. So bad. there you go. Okay. That's what I, that's my, my reading. So, spinning. What spinning? you got? Spinning. I actually did some spinning. Woohoo! So,
0: one of our girlfriends that we get together with and do knitting with yes. decided that she, well, she's a weaver as well, decided okay. she wanted to learn spinning to kind of just get a feel for
1: how, how wool becomes yarn. She's doing a master's in textiles. Yeah. P.S. Yeah. So, textile engineering or something. So, yeah, it's definitely going
0: to make, it's a component of that for sure. Right. So some of us have two spinning wheels and... Some I was, of us being Jen. <laughs> so I had no problem lending her my spinning wheel. And But it totally kind of got me wanting to spin again. So I sat down and I'd gotten some fiber. I don't know if it was last year or the year before when we were at Olds. But it's like a merino silk. I think it's 70 merino, 30 silk. And it's in just greens and it's got little splashes of other colors and yep. I binge spun that
1: awesome
0: yeah and I look at it and I'm like I really need to ply that I'm gonna do uh Navajo plying okay and kind of see what I end up with yardage at the end that'll be sweet but
1: love it miss I miss spinning I uh, I have been eyeing my spinning wheel ever since uh winter semester ended because I'm mm-hmm. like hmm I could probably like work in that time now because I've got two courses and they're not super super heavy so
0: yeah so even, she says now yeah but even if you commit yourself you know 10 minutes a day right yeah i could do that just to kind of and it's good for the body and it'd probably help you relax even after doing one of your practicum oh, shifts for and sure. stuff. for sure just to take the edge off
1: i don't have enough energy after a practicum shift literally i come home shower and go to bed
0: yeah oh my goodness if it's night
1: time p.s
0: <laughs> 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 not if it's in the middle of the day but, it's the afternoon and i'm going to bed
1: Mind yeah. you, that's not necessarily a bad thing. No, i probably nap, let's face it.
0: <laughs> Anyways. Okay, so yeah, so just a little bit of spinning. Miss it, love it. Can't wait to do more of it. Yes, well, hopefully we get to podcast sooner yes. than we have been. <laughs> so yeah, Alexa's going back into class, and I am off for the summer, possibly the fall, depending upon how the schedule Things. shakes out. Yeah. So yeah, so hopefully we will get to talk to you guys again soon. We've missed you, we've missed... Getting to sit down and talk to you.
1: Yes, we have, actually. So I'm really excited. Yay! So uh, you can join us on our blog at knittingastory.wordpress.com. On Facebook at Knitting A Story. And Ravelry at Knitting A Story Podcast. I'm Jen's account. And I'm beloved of best. Talk to you soon. Have a great night.